All right. Welcome, everybody, back to another episode of the SVT Sports Pod. I am Vince in the driver's seat again with Sam and Tyler. How's it going, fellas? Good, good. All right. Well, I'm doing all right. The Warriors, despite everybody's best efforts, are also doing all right. They ended up winning the first game of the Memphis series, uh, 117 to 116. Draymond got ejected right near the end of the first half with a flagrant two. Very controversial. Uh, everybody's still talking about it a day later, almost a day and a half at this point. Uh, Sam, what are your thoughts on this uh, this little kerfuffle that Draymond found himself in? It was an absolute bullshit call, and it would have been a BS call if it was on any player. Um, you know, referees should, uh, you know, judge the play, not the player. Um, we know that Draymond has a history, um, but as that was happening, I did not – it did not look to me that he was trying to slam the player to the ground. It looked like when he swiped down, he hit him in the head and his finger caught the jersey. And when he realized – you know, that's happening at a blink of an eye speed. And when he realized that was happening, he actually was holding him up. And Draymond even said this on his podcast immediately after the game – was he was trying to hold him up and he was still holding him up when he was on the ground and was patting him like, you know, my bad, you know, um, it was a foul, but it was a common foul. I didn't even think it was a flagrant one. Um, it was just a bad call, bad look for the refs. I'm glad that the Warriors overcame. And I feel like, I feel like that was probably a lot of motivation to play better defense um, coming into the second half. Um, but it was, they stole that game. They should have probably lost that game, but they ended up stealing game one. Yeah. Uh, Tyler, what you got? No, I, I mean, I, I'm going to disagree with Sam in the sense that I definitely think it was a flagrant. Um, the letter of the law is that any contact to a player above the, uh, the neck and head area <clears throat> usually constitutes as, as a flagrant foul um, where they determine if it's a flagrant one or two is if there's wind up and intent, or if it's just, you know, excuse me type of thing, but you still make contact with their head. So I would agree that that is a flagrant one. Um, no way in hell do I think it's a flagrant two. There was an interesting thing that I saw that the head ref, and I'm drawing a blank on his name right now. I apologize. But anyways, <clears throat> they did the amount of years they've been refereeing games in the NBA, and he's done like 10 years and Scott Foster was doing the Milwaukee game and his rookie by rookie standards. I mean, like the one with the least amount of experience was had still done 13 years of NBA officiating. And it's just, I don't know if that's a big difference, but to me, it's, we should be having the best of the best. And if you're going to have a guy who's, whose last experience, uh, you know, referee, it's still more experienced than the head fishing refereeing for another game. I don't think that's fair. I think, I think you need to get people who are a little bit more qualified. Um, I just, I don't agree with any of the calls I did onto it. And then also to Draymond made a point too, that say that, you know, he's, he doesn't, he doesn't expect anything else to ever change because he is who he is. He wears the badge of honor, but he also noted that, uh, there's been times in the 2015 run here where they reviewed the games and then bumped up his fouls to uh, flagrant fouls. And he goes, I don't know anyone else in the league that they've ever done that to. So obviously there's a target on Draymond Green. Um, 
we all know that as fans, it's very frustrating. But at the end of the day, just don't get two more. Just do what you got to do and don't get ejected. Don't lose a game. That's a fair point. I also, um, I believe because of the head contact, it, it should have been a flagrant one. And I would have, you know, I would have taken that one. I would have understood that one. But with the whole crowd cheering, cheering, you know, throw them out, it almost looked like the refs were sort of kowtowing to the fans there just because they were loud. Uh, but I mean, I, I agree. It like watching the play live, he's holding him up. And if, if Draymond, let, let's just say Draymond doesn't like hold him up by his Jersey and lets him hit, let, lets his face hit the ground, you know, then he's all bloodied up. And then everybody's like killing Draymond for that. So Draymond was really in a lose, lose situation there uh, in my opinion. So I agree. What, what could, what is he supposed to do? Um, he, it, he holds him up. He ends up getting a flagrant too. If he, if he lets him go and lets his head fall and hit the, you know, hit, hit the court, he gets all bloodied up, maybe a broken nose. I don't know. Maybe he's done for the game. And then Draymond still looks like a villain anyway. So there's, there's no winning. Um, yeah. And I mean, and, and then we can talk about other bad calls like the, um, the out of bounds call uh, that they decided they, they didn't make a decision. They just said jump ball um, at center court which was ridiculous. That's that's um, also that my was... other agreements or grievance with the NBA is why did they get rid of anything after two minutes um, isn't reviewable anymore by the referees? I don't understand. I get that they wanted to speed up the game. I get it. It's, it seems to be the talk in every sport is how do you speed up the game? But in this case, that's I'm okay with 82 games not doing that. What I'm not okay with is a playoff game that can end people's and fans or, you know, season for them. Why don't we just get it right in the playoffs? If Why don't we just make that a rule for the playoffs? Yeah. What are we, what are we doing? Um, there's, the, we've got nothing else going on. We're tuned in. We're not, yeah, you exactly. can say, all right, make the decision, hurry it up. But I mean, we're not going anywhere. We're not flipping to another channel while they, you know, sit on replay for an extra 60 seconds. And what's the yeah. point of Sukakis if it's up to the referee's jurisdiction at the end of it? Especially well, in a playoff game. What's you the know, point should, of that? You should have, you know, maybe a regular season game. You don't you don't review it in the last two minutes or whatever it was. But in a playoff game, you should have everything in the utility belt to make sure the game is being called right, you know. Because mm-hmm. um, that would have changed uh, the entire ending to the game. You know, John Morant probably doesn't even have that attempt. Um, it, yeah. it changes. It just changes the entire ending of the game um but the whole the whole game when we were watching it you know it was a one-sided referee um calling it in favor of the of memphis you know um there was things that were not being called in the warriors way and tyler you made this comment where you know if you're going to call that a foul then just call it on both ends you know call it for the other team as well and it wasn't happening that way so Again, they stole one because, and I, I was talking to people online and I said, you know, they, they had to beat the, they beat the Memphis Grizzlies and then they also had to beat the refs. Yeah. Uh, that game was not only gift wrapped, it was gift wrapped for Memphis. Mm-hmm. And then instead of opening the gift and taking the W, they tripped, like broke the box and then took a shit on it and then accidentally set it on fire as well. Like th- that game, they should have won that. And, uh, they didn't and that's very fortunate for us as Warriors fans um, 
able to survive a Draymond ejection. He wasn't there at all for the second half, obviously. Um, Clay missed two free throws at the end that could have put, you know, put him up three and basically iced it. Um, and I don't know that four? I've ever saw he uh, missed four in the game or three in the game or something like three, that. Three in the game. He missed. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what's going on um, with the free throws from guys that are career 90% guys. Um, Jordan Poole had 31 off the bench to help, uh, help the Warriors out too, though. So, I mean, uh, you got assistance from your own guys. Everybody dug deep and they ended up uh, squeaking by with the win and now own home court advantage because, you know, three of the next six games, uh, if it goes to seven, will be in San Francisco at the Chase Center. So, yeah. Uh, anything else before we move on, gentlemen? I'm just excited for tomorrow. Can't wait to see uh, if there's going to be five players on the court or eight if you're counting the referees. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, tomorrow, oh. tomorrow's going to be huge. Uh, Memphis mm-hmm. is going to come out swinging, throwing haymakers because they, that's a must win game for them now. Mm-hmm. Um, the Warriors did their job. And I think the Warriors are going to come out swinging too because if they can come home up 2 0, um, it could be a, you know, it could be a very early, uh, very early, uh, uh, round uh, for yeah. Memphis. I did, you know, I did not expect. Uh, I thought if the Warriors were going to win a game on the road, I thought it was going to be game two. Um, but hey, <laughs> you ain't mad at it. You yeah. done. You did it. Yeah. So. I mean, this is a series that I think like we're all we're all predicting the Warriors to win, um, especially after taking game one. And I think I, I think it only goes five total. Um. Uh, but every game I think is going to be super close. So, I mean, if you just look at the total series, you'll see a Warriors win for one or whatever it ends up being. If my mm-hmm. prediction is right, but every game is going to be, you know, within five points. So, I mean, it's, it, it's going to come down to the last minute or so of get, of action in my opinion. So, yeah, I agree. <clears throat> I agree. In the, Our... uh, right now, just to, uh, I got the Phoenix suns and Dallas Mavericks on. Yeah, it is uh, with five fifteen left in the first. Phoenix is up twenty to six. <laughs> Whoa, Phoenix is just killing Dallas right now. It's yeah, not, like that. Dallas just can't do anything. The but cream it, rises to the top. <laughs> anyway, okay. Um, so let's move on to the NFL. We got a bunch of news and notes that happened. Um. Tyler, your boys in Philly, they made Dude, a little was, move. Um, so they excited. got a, they got a wide receiver. Um, why don't you tell us about your new wide receiver? Oh, AJ Brown, um, one of the most dynamic wide receivers in the game out there. Easily top ten, top fifteen wide receivers in the game right now. Uh, not only goes to Philadelphia, but then uh, signs a deal with him. I think it was like four years, something like four years, forty something million dollars. Either way, point is, yeah. either way, we, we got him locked down. We got one of the t- uh, best wide receivers, you know, and we already have a stud wide receiver um, that balled out for us last year. So I'm super excited about it. Even our first round pick is going to be, you know, the Fletcher Cox replacement. Um, so I, we beefed up the line there. I, I mean, I, I just, I, there's something about Howie that I'm always pissed off about Howie or, or, or the uh, Eagles owner here. Mm-hmm. And then he just does something that I 
blows my mind and I'm back on the Howie train again. I, I just, I can't stay mad at him forever, man. He's just that ex that, you know, you're like, I hate you, but I love you at the same time. It's the, um, <laughs> it, it's the dumb and dumber. Just when I think you can't do anything stupid or you do something and completely redeem yourself. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, super excited you. about it. So what's right going on, on with Debo though? Um, Debo is still on the Niners. And if he was going to get traded, I had the 10th pick to the Jets kind of circled as like, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen here. Uh, so Thursday came by and the Jets made both of their first round selections. And then um, I exhaled. Um, my my booty was no longer puckering. Um, so he's, st- uh, he's still on the team. And I think at this point, if it's not money, I don't know what the hell it is because I, I just don't get it. So I, I think that if they're going to end up getting it figured out, I think it's way more likely he's going to stay on the team now, especially because the leverage of the draft and the unknown of, you know, what pick could you get at 10 or whatever uh, that's all gone. And I guess people were talking about a King's ransom, a, a, a Godfather offer that the jets made. And it sounded like that so-called Godfather offer was uh, the number 10 overall pick and like a fifth rounder for Debo and the 49ers second. And are you kidding me? No, go fuck yourself, New York. I mean, the Jets fans keep talking about um, their GM is the fleece God. And, but because because he made one deal and got the better end of it. I, don't I, know I would know argue what the hell it was the 49ers are, are the fleece gods. That it comes uh, yeah, to the... Exactly. You're not going to, you're not going to out fleece uh, John Lynch. I mean, the way that he got the bears in 2017, to move up one position to take Mitchell fucking Trubisky. Oh, and when the Niners were going to when, when the Niners were, were not going to even take him anyway. So I, yeah, just on, whatever on that right? note, the bears just released Nick Foles. <laughs> uh, so Foles they coming still home? don't have, they still don't have a quarterback. <laughs> Is Foles going back to Philly going to be uh, the backup there? You know, I'm hearing that Nick Foles might actually go to, um, to Tennessee. I'm uh, not Tennessee to, um, Oh, I just had it to, Either Jacksonville might go back there, <laughs> um, or he might go to uh, Carolina. That was the other one. Carolina was was looking at him too. Well, I mean, Carolina is just looking for a veteran, and they they have their choice of Jimmy Garoppolo, Nick Foles, and Baker Mayfield. And Seattle has those exact same choices as well. Um, but Jimmy's not going to Seattle because that's an in division rival. So uh, their options are even more limited. Yeah, and if you're if you're if you're hoping for Baker Mayfield or Nick Foles to save your franchise, uh, that's that's not a lot to hope for. But like, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't I, I I don't get it, but it's not yeah, my problem. Nick it's Foles only my problem. Is, Nick Foles has never been successful outside of Philadelphia. I mean, I love the guy. He you know, when he goes to Philadelphia, he he can get a seat at any restaurant he wants to go to. I and mean, you got in the, the one ring that uh, that the Eagles needed. So, yeah, he, he just doesn't pan out anywhere else, though. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, DeAndre Hopkins, big news that just broke uh, Monday. He yeah. was hit with a six-game suspension for PEDs. Uh, evidently, he uh, his November test came back with some trace substance uh, substances that are um, not allowed. Uh, but his October and his December ones were clean, so it was something probably that he didn't mean to take or whatever, and just wasn't being careful and. Uh, he get, he's going to lose his his first six paychecks of this year. He actually tweeted out, see you in week seven. And he put a like big old apology to Arizona fans and said, 
Um, as soon as I know what, what happened, you'll know. And, um, uh, I'm really sorry about this. I'm super careful, but evidently not careful enough. Blah, 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 blah. Did, uh, Kyler sign that extension already? Cause I want to hold off. Uh, it, it actually makes sense now why they made that, um, uh, the, the, the Marquise, uh, Hollywood Brown trade. It does. Now. That like, makes a lot of it sense. Makes they knew that was coming. Yeah, exactly. They had a little bit of, uh, warning ahead of time. So, you know, I mean, I, I, I didn't I, like, I, I get adding talent. Like I understood that. And then we see this, I'm like, Oh, they really needed to add that. Like there's no way around that. Did you hear that there's some leaked information in Baltimore regarding Hollywood Brown and why he didn't want to be on the team anymore? Because no, what 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 you got? Because um, what's his name? Jack, the quarterback. He um, he was because he was hurt. Marquise Brown was upset that he was hurt and that he wasn't getting the ball thrown to him, so he wanted to be off the team. That was it. <laughs> why? Well, Kyle, I, I read. Kyle I heard throw. some stuff. I heard some stuff in the in the. Um on a different podcast that he was, he was just upset with the whole offensive system and that uh, it just wasn't a a pass oriented offense that they just kept wanting to, you know, having uh, Lamar Jackson run the option and things like that. So he wasn't happy in the, in the system as well. And there might be some beef with Harbaugh. Um, So he wanted out for a variety of reasons, what I heard too. Okay, that would that would track. Uh, yeah, I I certainly buy that. Like that that's definitely in the realm of possibility for me. Yeah. And then the draft pick they got <laughs> isn't you know the the wide receiver they ended up picking up with that pick uh, with that draft pick. Uh, you know he's comparable to um, uh, uh, to who he's replacing Hollywood Brown. So. Well, I mean the Titans did the same thing. The Titans drafted uh, <laughs> literally the AJ Brown clone. Like he's identical to him. God, this wide receiver class is so fucking stacked. Um, yeah, I'm really excited for the next couple of years of see how these guys do. Um, hopefully, none of them flame out because if you know if they're all as advertised, it's gonna be a lot of fun. And the Raiders cut ties with that whole entire uh, 2019 draft class. They're all gone. Oh yeah, That's none of those so none of those options were picked up. Yeah, yeah. I told you guys. I told you. <laughs> I think uh, the only one that might come back is uh, Josh Jacobs, but I think that's even slim to none. Yeah, I mean he'll he'll have to take a huge pay cut. Yeah, there's. I mean, we like you, but we only like you a couple mil for one well, year. Well, I mean, We're, you look at you look at New England's uh, track record; they don't break the bank on running backs. And yep, if uh, you're a running back and and you're trying to get that big contract, they'll trade your ass. <laughs> Yeah. So. Stairs and Corey Dillon. Yeah. <laughs> Corey Dillon. Uh, was it Sonny Michelle to the Rams last year? Mm-hmm. Um, so. LeGarrette Blunt when he was just a fucking hammer at the goal line. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, they're, they're, you know, they drafted a couple of running backs. They brought in running backs through free agencies. So, um, unless Josh Jacobs is going to take a huge pay cut, then, you know, and they still have Kenyon Drake from uh free agency from last year so yeah oh i i will say like just uh to switch gears quickly for the niners i was the biggest shocker to me for the niners draft was that they didn't make a single trade john lynch is is, he's always wheeling and dealing always moving up always moving back and 
the picks they went into the draft with are the picks that they went out with with players. And I just, I that was the most shocking thing to me. Like, I mean, you know, the players that they pick, I hope they all pan out well. And, you know, the Niners are on their way to a Super Bowl. That's what I hope for. And we'll see if that's how it goes. It goes. Um, I'm not one for like trying to grade drafts right after they happen. I think you need at least a couple of years to look back on it before you can be fair and objective about how good or how bad a draft was. Um, like we can look back at the 2019 draft for the Raiders and say, yep, that was a bunch of L's. And the one after that. <laughs> and yeah. the one after that. And so the 2020 was even worse. Yeah. It's really interesting to look back at the John Gruden era because the team – the team that he put together last year got into the playoffs the first time in forever in a day, but he wasn't there to, you know, coach him because we know what happened there with John Gruden and, and, you know, the leaked emails and all of that. But for building a roster that got into the playoffs, they have terrible draft classes the past three, four five years, you know, pretty mm-hmm. much since he's come back. Like they have a couple of hits in the late rounds with like Max Crosby, you know, for example, they've drafted a couple of good um, corners that are, you know, starting for them. But outside of that, like there's not a lot of good draft picks. Um, So I think even, even with, uh, even if he wasn't fired, I, I still think he would start to get on the hot seat because these draft classes are not, not paying out and for you to stay competitive in the NFL, you have to draft. Well, you have to. Yeah. That's the name of the game right there. Cause you can sign only so many free agents because of the salary gap and the way you, you, you get good and stay good is by drafting. Well, as you said, that's so. like, what's so rare is what like the Rams finally broke through and won, but you know what they're doing with uh, the salary cap and superstars and you know things like that. It's 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 a short window. You know you're not going to be able to maintain that because eventually the cap is just it's just going to break you. Yeah, yeah. And unless you're Tom Brady and the New England Patriots, like that, mm-hmm. that that's Ooh. that's the restructure this deal 15 times. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, so just a couple quick other notes uh, for the NFL. Hugh Jackson's uh, claims that he was, you know, supposed to be tanking. They were uh, unable to be corroborated. Uh, so that basically that lawsuit's now dead in the water. Uh, is that is that all, Sam, on that or? Yeah, that's that's all I heard was that uh, nothing was corroborated. So okay. that 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 case is dismissed. Okay. And um, Tyron Matthews going home. Uh, he's going to play for the saints. He was in LSU. Uh, you know, he was an all, you know, all conference, whatever the hell, you know, all time, great LSU player. And he's going to play for the saints this year. Uh, good for him. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> all right. Um, any other no- uh, news and notes for the NFL? Not that nope. I have. Nope. I, nope. Okay. That's, that's good enough to move on. Let's, um, Let's talk hockey real quick. Um, the Sharks season has mercifully ended. Um, uh, the, the big win uh, t- toward the end of the season was in Las Vegas. Uh, t- uh, Timo Meyer scored with less than a second left in regulation to tie the game. Uh, Bordelos scored the only goal in the shootout, and the Sharks won that game, and they 
they basically eliminated uh, uh, the Golden Shower Knights from the playoffs. Uh, and the that was a shower night. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Had to, you know, switch gears on that. Um, I do not like the Knights. I'm a shark. I-, I am a Sharks fan. And basically from the time the Knights came into the league, their fans were, you know, ra- they were excited and they were into it, but they were also just raging fucking assholes. And then the players were kind of dicks too to some of the Sharks players. So, uh, you know, fuck them. And I'm not mad that they are out of the playoffs. I am quite happy. They were not mathematically eliminated, but they were for all intents and purposes dead. Once the sharks beat them in the shootout. And that made me very happy. So then the sharks are going, going to be in the draft lottery. They have the 11th best odds to win the, you know, they're in 11th place. They can get to the number one seed uh, Mm -hmm. in the draft lottery. So, but they only have like a 3% shot shot at it. So, I mean, I don't expect them to get it, but it'd be kind of nice if they did. I wouldn't be mad at it. Um, just a, one other quick note. The Sharks are going to play the season opener in Prague in the Czech Republic, um, October 7th and 8th, back-to-back games against Nashville. And that's where Tomas Hurdle is from. So he gets to play yeah, you know, in front of his home country. It's going to be a nice little uh, homecoming for Tomas. He'll get to, um, you know... Uh, show show the show's teammates off to all of the cool spots in Prague, and it's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> are you um? Are you taking? Uh, are you going to go down to Vegas and you going to put down money for for the Sharks next season to make the playoffs? Ma- uh, make the playoffs? Uh, I don't know. I got to see how the rest of the um. Yeah, uh, h- how the rest of the off season goes, like. When are they going to hire their general, the new general manager? That's true. You know, yeah. um, who is that general manager? What moves does that general manager make? Um, and is that general manager going to keep Bob, Bo- Bob Bugner around? I am lightweight curious about throwing $100 down, though. It'd be fun. Yeah, see what happens. I mean, yeah, yeah I, th- that's one thing. Like long-term bets like that, like um, win totals for baseball, um, you know, season long, long things like that. Um, I'm kind of, da- I'm always usually down to throw a couple of bucks on, you know, just for you know, shits and giggles. Uh, I haven't done it in a while though. I think the last one I did was actually 2018 uh, when the A's were like, they were saying like 75 wins and I was like, Oh, take the fucking over. And then they won 97. So <laughs> cash that bad boy in mid August. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. Speaking of A's, uh, let's, let's, uh, let's dig in here. Um, so it's been a couple of weeks. Um, somebody had to go and have a bachelor party and was, was, we were not able to record last week. Way to go Vince. Um, so the A's, (laughs) they won the Baltimore series three, one, they lost the Texas series one game to two. Um, they 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 got a split uh, one game apiece against the Giants, and then they got swept by Cleveland this last weekend. And they're currently ten and twelve on the season. Um, it's starting to turn on us, and it's starting to turn fast. I did not like the way they you know played against Cleveland at all, just from the the highlights that I could watch um, without getting sick. So, um, anybody want to jump in? Save me. Well, we knew they weren't going to be a very good team, and they, I think they're more competitive than we expected them to be, but unfortunately they're 
not going to be a very good team. Um, you know, when you trade away your, your good players for a bunch of rookie guys or guys that are not going to be on the roster for a year or two, and you backfill those positions with a bunch of no names or guys who are, you know, probably career triple a guys. Um, you're not going to win many games. And unfortunately, they're not going to win many games this year and probably not too many games next year either. Um, it's going to take some time for this to be built back. I guess, you know, I don't know, man. It says every time I want to support this team, even in a rebuilding year, um, the A's go and do something stupid. I mean, like, how the fuck does Dave Cavill just, like, go scorched earth and ruin all equity he has with fans like you go onto Mm -hmm. twitter i don't see anybody i don't see anybody on twitter reddit facebook in person anybody defending the a's ownership or dave cavill now not one person is defending this now like this is a complete a's fans are pissed mlb fans are pissed and it's not just the a's you know we we talked about this before the tampa bay ray fans the issues with baseballs the humidor we were talking about this yesterday a little bit, the inconsistency of just, you know, the laces being stitched baseballs in the humidor. Chris Bassett went off uh, last week or so about every, every inning, the baseball is different. Every inning it's different. Um, And every time I want to get on board and watch games and go to the game they make it impossible to watch. Like they make it so that like, I don't, I don't care. So it, I'm rooting for the A's. I hope they stay competitive, but at the same time, like, do we really yeah. care? This, this feels like a 90 loss team or more um, uh, at the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. And if, if they can, if they get to 72 wins, um, I'm going to call that a win on the year. At this right. point, I mm-hmm. mean, this is this is not a team that's uh, built to, you know, survive the, you know, the the, the just the grinding nature of a full mm-hmm. season. And uh, they, they're they going to play hard. And you got guys like Christian Pache, who's really impressed me so far this year. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just uh, and Sean Murphy's probably going to be your all star. Um, he's you know, he's if he's not traded, to, if he's not traded, um and Ramon Laureano is going to be coming back soon. And I wonder how long he's going to be on the team before he goes bye-bye because he has a lot of value as well. Uh, mm-hmm. Just assuming, uh, assuming oh, he comes back and he plays to his capabilities. Yeah. He'll be gone by, by all-star break. I guarantee it. Yeah. So, yeah that's, um, that's a big piece. I, I'm, I'm willing to bet they'll give him some run just so he can kind of raise up his stock a little bit. And then by all-star break, he'll, he'll be gone. Yeah. Yeah, uh, this is just uh, so they got three versus Tampa Bay and then they go to Minnesota for three more uh, this weekend coming up. So um, those are both pretty good teams. I would expect a lot of problems Um, if they get two wins this week. um, I'll, you know, I'll I'll take it. But I I don't my, my hopes for the team are they're just they just keep falling day by day. Yeah. I, I <laughs> two wins would be a success in my book as well. Um, All right. Um, um just, oh, go ahead. 
Sorry. Oh, I, I just wanted to give you guys a quick update here. Uh, our virtual A's. Uh, yes. So I have simulated to May 2nd. So we are current now. We are not in last place because the Astros still own the last place. They're 9 and 22. Ooh. The A's are 13 and 17. So we're not a 500 win or 500 uh, ball team, but we're only five games back from the first place Rangers. Um, so right now, currently, the virtual A's are doing better than the real A's. <laughs> that's, that's not by shiny. much. Not uh, by yeah. much. Yeah, that's we, we need to make a trade, man. We need yeah. to go after an ace or something. Yeah. We do have an ace, but uh, he uh, he just came back from the um, the uh, IL here. So Aaron oh. Nola is our ace. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you made that deal for Aaron Nola. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So bas- basically, our uh, our roster charts: Aaron Nola, Sean Murphy. We got Andrew Benintendi on a cheap deal, so we end up taking him. We took back Chris Bassett for a year. We have Frankie Montas. Ramon Laureano, who might be traded and virtualized too, and then Anthony Rizzo. So um, we could make some trades, guys. We could, but you know what? We're only a month in. Let's write it out. Let's let's see what the next couple weeks have for us. Okay, sounds like a plan. Um, just a couple of notes of uh, stuff that happened in baseball in general. Um, the Giants uh, took a dump on the unwritten rules again. Uh, uh, somebody stole second base when they were up six runs late and then um, oh. scored on the single and or they, they threw them out at home. That's right. And so, but they were, uh, uh, Washington was still super pissed about that. Um, so this really looks like the giants just do not give a shit about the unwritten rules. And like I said before, I'm, I'm here for it. Good on yeah. them. You know, I mean, I, I, I wish other teams would actually kind of follow suit and, Maybe they will. And if they do, then even better. And maybe once and for all, these guys that get all red ass when you um, when you toss a bat will shut the fuck up forever. You know, that'd be great. (laughs) Are you guys watching this Phoenix Mavericks game? I am not. What happened? Luca just took a a Crowder Draymond Green kick square to the nuts. Oh, oh, nice! Like it's being reviewed for uh, a flagrant. Jay Crowder got called for a flagrant. Yep. Oh wow. So yeah, I mean, he hit him square in the family jewels. Wow! Nice. Nice. uh, No, it's been a minute. It's been a minute, and uh, Luca, Luca is like sweating, catching his breath. He's seen the little birds and stars swirling around his yeah, head. Yeah, yeah. he's for shooting sure, his man. free throw right now. So, <laughs> but yeah, he took it. I mean, it's pretty bad. Like it's oh, it's a, oh boy. He um, shit. <laughs> shit. <laughs> All right, no way to transition back for to baseball for that. Um, but I'm gonna do it anyway. Um, Miguel, Miguel Cabrera is the newest member of the 3,000 Hit Club, and he's the him. seventh player to get there with 500 or more home runs. So good for him. Hell of a career. Obviously a future Hall of Famer. And um, he spent a lot. I think that impresses me about Miguel Cabrera too, is that he's him and Mike Trout. I mean, Mike Trout literally has the stats that future would tell him that he would probably be the best position player to ever play baseball, honestly. Um, But the the thing that impressed me most about Miguel Cabrera is what a great organizational player. 
Have you ever heard him be in the news for anything other than just being a great baseball just, player? Just fucking mashing. That's it. Love you it. Know? That's great. Um, he's been there with some winners and he's been there with some stinkers. And that was in Miami back when they were called Florida Marlins. And he's now never Detroit. Said anything. Yeah. And never yeah, complained. I mean, yeah, see, he's he always goes out there, strap, straps on the feed bag and goes to work and whatever other cliches <laughs> baseball leaguers uh, throw out there. Yeah. Um, one other thing, uh, Yankees fans threw trash at the Guardians players after a walk off win um, a couple weeks, a couple Saturdays ago now. Yeah, at this point. that was that um, was absolutely atrocious for was, Yankees. I yeah. can't believe the Yankees fans should be ashamed of themselves. Yeah, it was absolutely. absolute dog. They're not dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you even had Yankees fans coming out and be like, those aren't Yankees fans. Those are a bunch of drunk jackasses that shouldn't be ever allowed to go to the Yankee stadium or any baseball stadium ever again. And that's yeah, I, some Yankees fans saying that. I And I, I hope they are able to figure out who they were and able to, um, uh, able to, you know, give them the official lifetime ban. And I, I, I hope that comes swiftly. Um, yeah. I will give credit to um, Aaron judge and, um, uh, Jean-Claude Stanton, they ran out to the stands and tried to like, you know, wave them to stop doing that. Like um, a little bit of credit to those guys for like trying to diffuse the situation a little bit. Um, but it's yeah, it's just a bad look. It was real bad. It was heinous. And uh, that that's sacred that the field is sacred. You you cannot you should not ever be throwing shit on the field like like especially trash after you win fucking clowns man fucking clowns absolutely did you see the brawl that that um went down in in st louis no 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 fill fill us in um so (laughs) i don't know what the mets are doing but they just they keep getting hit by everyone i think the mets lead the league in getting plunked and the story was no different in st louis either so um almost get plunked and then they they purposely purposely throw i want to say oh, what's his name the third baseman that was from colorado that went over to st louis anyways oh, they, they um, threw at him nolan arenado yeah they threw at nolan arenado <laughs> he didn't take it too well and uh fist cups went down and i want to say there was three people who got ejected nolan got suspended the game it was a pretty good brawl though but I, the Mets just can't seem to. I think that's the second or third fight this year alone, and we're in May. <laughs> it's oh, probably because of these so. fucked up baseballs, you know. Probably it's probably these baseballs. You got these laces that are all effed up. The balls going into directions they can't control, and baseball doesn't give a crap. <laughs> you know the frustrations are boiling over, and. You get a bunch of alpha, uh, a bunch of alphas, you know, all hopped up on Mountain Dew and they're just ready to go. You know, right. when things start going wrong, just, you know, metaphorical quicksand, man. It's just one thing goes wrong and another and another. And suddenly you're you're just ready to start throwing blows. Absolutely. So the Mets. Uh, I don't know how this is reading, but they're definitely number one in being hit by a pitch. I don't know why it's in a point area i don't know i don't know what that means well mark Hanna's on the team so um that doesn't terribly surprise me i don't know how many he's actually been hit by but i have to figure he's at least a contributing factor you know uh that guy has a walking target on him um i love him but um 
he just keeps getting hit by pitches for his entire career. So, you know, you know, he hasn't gotten hit once this, this year. Oh shit. Who got, who's gotten hit the most was, uh, our, uh, center fielder that we had Starling last year. Marte. He's been hit the oh, most. Can't have taught him a couple things. <laughs> That's funny. All right. Um, anything else baseball wise? No. Okay. No. Dave Cavill sucks. <laughs> Fuck you, Dave Cavill. Okay. So <laughs> we are going to uh, surprise you all with a little bit of a game. I wanted to play. Um, I want to play a game like, you know, like saw anyway. Um, so since the NFL draft just happened, I thought it would be fun to have our own little draft of sorts. Um, and, but we're not going to draft players because we're not in charge of players like that. Um, instead, we're going to draft our favorite Marvel movies. And so um, I came up with this idea and the idea is we're going to uh, any Marvel movie. It doesn't have to be just MCU. So like Spider-Verse and X-Men movies um, are fair game. Um, no DC movies, just for the clarification. This is a Marvel movie uh, draft. And I randomized the order about 20 times and I picked the average. And wouldn't you know it, the average went in the name of our podcast. So Sam has the first pick. I have second. Tyler has third. And we'll do a serpentine draft. So Tyler will get two picks in a row and then it'll come back to me and then Sam. So on and so forth until our draft is complete. And we have the ultimate movie watching list um and i will keep track of it on my board and i'll just kind of remind everybody as we go along Sound sam's good? sam's number one pick is going to be eternals yeah, right. <laughs> i think he could probably lay off on eternals for a little while he might be able to get that at the end if he really really wants it um, yeah. <laughs> okay so sam you have the first pick what do you got um I'm going to take, I don't think it's the best of the films, but I think it's the biggest of the films and it captures, you know, 10 years of phase one and I'm taking Endgame. So you're taking Avengers Endgame. All right. Um, Let me get that entered in. I swear to God, if Vince takes my pick, I'm going to be so pissed. Don't do okay. it, Vince. So, Don't do it. So for my first pick. Don't fucking do it. I'm going to take Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Okay, we're good. We're good. We're, we're good. good? Okay. Yeah, so, I mean, good. that was, it is the best Spider-Man movie. It was, I, I, I just, I just love everything about that movie. And I'm so excited that Sam, like an idiot, let it slip to me. But that's not even the best <laughs> Into the Spider Verse is not even the best Spider Man movie. See, it, that's where you're wrong because no, it absolutely is. Wrong. Go fuck yourself. It <laughs> is. I love it. <laughs> okay. All right. So, Tyler, you have the next two picks. All right. Well, I'm sure the new one's going to be even better and it'll probably top this one. But my first pick is going to be Thor Ragnarok. Okay. That is one of my all time favorite ones hilarious what a wasted pick oh man <laughs> such a great one you're just mad that you didn't pick it <laughs> i have none of the thors even in my top 10 oh ragnarok was the only one i'm probably gonna have the other ones were whack what was you went to, you got spider-man what was yours again into the spider-verse 
Mm, okay, I'm gonna go with Spider-Man: Far From Home. Okay. Because man, that that brought emotions when I when it came out, and then you know, I mean, it was cheesy to an extent, but man, that was just your childhood all all grouped into one film right there. It was so great, love it. All right. Um. Okay. I mean, I I totally understand that pick. I I really enjoyed that movie a lot. Um. I don't think I was going to end up picking it, but um, good on you. Um, I am. I'm actually God. There's three movies here, and and uh, I think the one that I'm going to take here, I'm going to play the game, and I'm going to assume that this one is not going to come back to me. Um, so Sam will have two, the next two picks after this, and I don't think it slips past him. So I'm going to take Logan. As, as my second pick, um, it's it, it was just super well done. It's finally the the Wolverine movie that we've all really wanted to get and finally did get. So there we are. I have added uh, Logan to my Spider Man into the Spider Verse. Sam, you have uh, Endgame and the next two picks. Uh, the best Spider Man movie is Spider Man No Way Home. And that's what I'm taking. I already took that. You took far from home. You took far from home. Oh, far from home. Yeah, okay. 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 Sorry. I took I'm taking no way home because it gets all of the Spider-Mans <laughs> into uh one movie. Um, that movie was a lot of fun. And I managed to not see any spoilers. So when I got to see that movie in theaters, it was uh super mm. exciting. That's where I made a mistake. I was trying to pick No Way Home, but you know what? I'll live with what I picked. I have a movie that's I think is better, but I think this is the you know historical event. And how do you how do you not go with Iron Man one? It's the the film that launched the MCU and kind of saved Marvel. So I could still uh, pick up that movie, watch it, enjoy it. Um, you know, I, I think Iron Man 1's a, a great film. It's really entertaining. And John Favreau, Robert Downey Jr., they got it right. I mean, so much was depending on that movie. So Iron Man 1. That's a, that's a very good pick. I'm not mad at you at all about taking that one. Um, I'm in a little bit of a conundrum here because I, the, the, I'm trying to decide between two movies right now. And um, now, now a question for you. Yeah. How, how far back can we go? As far if if you want to take the the Captain America movie from 1990, have at it. Okay. Like it, as long as it's a Marvel movie, um, you're it's fair game. Okay. Well, more like more like it became a Marvel movie through acquisition. That still counts, right? Um, when it gets to your turn, you'll have to clarify for me because I'm not a hundred percent sure on that. Um, I don't know what you could possibly. I mean, it's uh, it, it, as long as it has Marvel property characters in it. Because I mean, I took Logan and Spider Man into the Spider Verse, and those aren't MCU movies, but they are Marvel movies. So as long as it's based on Marvel characters, I think you're fine. Okay, so um, so my second pick, 
I, 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 I've been vacillating between two of them back and forth. Um, I think I'm going to take Guardians of the Galaxy as my uh, next pick. It's just a fun time. Uh, and I, I, I love what James Gunn did with characters that nobody even knew about. Really, I mean, the, the, the general population really didn't know anything about until until this movie was made and it just made everybody fall in love with, you know, a talking fucking tree. So, um, yeah, so that's my pick. Um, Tyler, you have Thor Ragnarok and Spider-Man Far From Home. What are your third and fourth fourth picks? So I need to redeem myself because I, I picked the wrong Spider-Man. But, but like I said, I'll live with it. So to redeem myself. I'm going to go with Blade from 1998. Blade. Absolutely. Blade counts. Um, I will add it to the list. I believe that was just one of those great films. When you look back at it, you're like, man, I'd watch it again today and had, enjoy it just like it was the first time. Yep. Still waiting um, on the new Blade, too. Uh, me, me, too. Me, too. Um, let's see here. Got to give my fourth and final pick i think we'll go six this is going quick I th- we can go six rounds okay okay yeah uh let's go this way so which gardens did you do the first guardians movie okay you know i don't think anyone's gonna take it but i'll just throw it in there because i thought that you know i'm a big fan of Asian culture being represented in any kind of Hollywood aspect. So I'm going to actually go with Shang-Chi. God damn it. (laughs) Uh, I was, I was going to try to save that, uh, sneak that in for my fifth pick, but yeah, you, I I, I wholeheartedly support that decision. (laughs) All right, go ahead. Talk it up. With Shang-Chi. Yeah. Go ahead and talk up Shang-Chi just a little bit, you know, just how much you love it. I do love it. You know, I love uh, Asian culture being represented in films because I feel like, you know, doesn't get talked about enough. Um, it was tough, though. It was either going to be Shang-Chi or it was going to be the original Black Panther. So um, but again, both of them rooted in the Bay Area. Um, I just picked Shang-Chi just because I, it's more relevant. And uh, I really enjoyed the film, you know, and I thought that uh, uh, what's her name? Aqua, whatever her name Aquafina, is. Aquafina, yeah. She was great in that movie. I mean, quirky, but was the comedic relief that was needed. Um, a little bit cheesy at times, but really love the special effects of that one. Totally fair. And you just gave away my pick. I, I can't believe I'm getting such great value here. Black Panther is like, a you know, a lot of people on a lot of people's top five MCU movies. I'm getting it here in the fourth round. I can't pass up that value. I grabbed Black <laughs> Panther uh, with my fourth pick. Um, nice, nice. Sam, nice. you get the next two picks. You, to remind everybody, you have Avengers Endgame, you have Spider-Man No Way Home, and you have Iron Man. I'm taking, um, with my next pick, I really enjoyed this film, was uh, Ant-Man 1. Mm-hmm. I really like the second one, um, but I'll go with the first one, Ant-Man 1. And with my next pick, uh, I'm going to go with Captain America Civil War. Hmm. I feel like Civil War was really divided with people. It was either people really liked it or people really just hated it, but there's no in-between. I really liked it because I, I liked that it was the conflict with the team and how it put, you know, 
Iron Man and Captain America against one another and Captain America being like, this is wrong. You know, you're, you're on my freedoms. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Um, my, my one issue with civil war, and I really liked it too, was it, it felt more like civil kerfuffle instead of civil war. Like I, I, I was fully expecting somebody to die in that one, if I'm being honest. And sure. I thought, I thought for sure it was going to be Rhodey when he was the one falling down. Um, but they ended up not killing anybody, which I'm certainly not mad about, you know, but uh, I just, uh, that's a fair, it, 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 it felt like, like I said, more like civil kerfuffle than civil war. Um, but yeah, I, I, I love that movie. Uh, don't take anything away from that. Um, so now I am going to take with my fifth pick uh, Captain America Winter Soldier which is an excellent spy movie, you know? I mean, and we got to see the the heel turn of S.H.I.E.L.D. itself, um, you know, being infiltrated by HYDRA in, you know, spoilers for a movie that's eight years old at this point. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I just, I, I really enjoyed that movie in the theaters. I still love it now. And it's, it, it's, it's one of my fa- absolute favorites. I mean, I, I love a lot of these movies, but I'm really happy that I get to, you get uh, Winter Soldier at this point. So Tyler, mm. you have just to remind everybody: Thor, Ragnarok, Spider-Man: Far From Home, Blade, and Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. What are your final two picks? Final two. Oof. Man, we're getting thin here on the uh, on the late rounders here. They might not make it to the uh, to the full roster here at the end. Let's see here. And it has to be movies, correct? Yes, we're not okay, we're then, not doing the Marvel I, TV shows on uh, Disney Plus. I am going with Deadpool, the first one. Okay, Deadpool. A very funny movie. I'm glad it was. You know, I'm glad they got us a rated R movie for comedy. And I mean, Blade was rated R, but it was for you know, gore and violence and vampires. Uh, Deadpool's rated R because he kept saying the fuck word a lot. <laughs> and then I'm also going to go with the 2000 classic that set everyone off to go down this path of MCU and, you know, for forever laying the blueprint of the MCU universe here. Um, I'm going to go with X-Men, the original. Interesting. Interesting pick. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. I wouldn't have made that pick, but uh, this is your list, bud. Um, um, I, I mean, the the second X Men movie I think is better than the first one. So I mean, but but that's also was, not. I think X Men was cool just because it, the special effects cool. of Storm and Halle Berry, and then you got to see the the ship, and it was yeah. it was a cool realm of being able to see your superheroes be portrayed on a big film. Okay. I mean, yeah, I'm not. But totally, I agree. X X two yeah. was great. X two was excellent. Yeah. The last stand was absolute garbage. Yeah, that was dog shit. It didn't. It's nowhere near on my list at all. Like, yeah. But um, so, um, I'm looking at my list and I see I, I see Spider Man into the Spider Verse. I see Logan. I see Guardians of the Galaxy, Black Panther, Captain America, Winter Soldier. Um, I'm seeing a lot of um. Uh, with, with Logan and with Cap- with Captain America Winter Soldier, I'm seeing you know a, a lot of defeat. Like you know, uh, uh, 
Cap ends up winning at the end, but Logan, that's just a movie full of people just taking L's the entire time, basically. And Logan's basically down to, you know, his last bit. But um, I think with the last movie that I'm going to pick, I'm going to go with Avengers Infinity War. And that was, you know, that's where we, we see the entire team actually like for real lose and for real consequences people died for five years yeah they came back um but that's only because you know crazy things had to happen but um in that theater i had my tissues ready and it was it was brutal it was rough so um i really enjoyed that movie even though everybody you know like like half of the universe went bye-bye um so with my final pick i take avengers infinity war um and we're on to sam for his final pick you're all idiots. The best movie ever made. Howard the Duck, which is, <laughs> which is, is a, a Marvel movie. That is a good pick. Are you, are you actually picking Howard the Duck? Oh, yeah. No. That was one of my favorite movies when I was oh, a kid. Oh, that's a good pick. Oh, I didn't even uh, think of that. I love when she goes through his wallet when he's sleeping <laughs> and finds his little duck condom. <laughs> that movie is so ridiculous. Oh, it's awesome. man. <laughs> The okay. Music fest at the end, a little rock concert. Oh, geez. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so I, I think uh, that's a great, we, we got a great list um, here. Let's just recap real quick. Tyler, you had Thor Ragnarok, Spider Man Far From Home, Blade, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, Deadpool and X Men. I have Spider Man Into the Spider Verse, Logan, Guardians of the Galaxy, Black Panther, Captain America Winter Soldier, and Avengers Infinity War. Sam, you took Avengers Endgame, Spider-Man No Way Home, Iron Man, Ant-Man, Captain America Civil War, and Howard the Duck to wrap it up. Um, I think I just want to throw get out it. a couple of honorable get, honorable get mentions. Because he's got a duck condom. Wrap it up. I get it. <laughs> um, I didn't even plan that one. That one was just a happy little accident, you know. Um, uh, so I just want to throw out a couple of... Um, uh, honorable mentions i think big hero six is one that i was gonna try to sneak in but when infinity war was still on the board at that at this point i had to go with that instead um is that marvel uh yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah. the constitutes it, oh yes yes, yes it's it does an animated uh it's animated but it's marvel for sure mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah um again uh x x2 x-men united um x-men days of future past was another good one that i liked uh but just couldn't find a home for it in this draft. So uh, any other honorable mentions for you guys? The, any oversights? Mm, you know, uh, what was it? Uh, not Blade Runner. What? Uh, I'm drawing a blank on this name right now. He's got a flaming skull on a motorcycle with a oh, chain. Ghost Rider. That was probably an honorable mention for me, but I just... Blade was so much better in that time era. I just I, I couldn't pass Blade it up. Blade 1 and 2 are great. Oh yeah. It, yeah. Blade Trinity sucks, but uh, yeah. Totally. You know, Blade 1 and 2 are great. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I mean put these uh we should see if we could get these lists online to see uh Yeah, I'll um I'll work on that and you know get get the people to say who won, you know, to let let everybody congratulate me on my victory of drafting better than all you chuckle fucks mm, yeah i don't know about that uh okay we'll we'll let the list decide i think sam sam uh lost the popular vote with howard the duck at the end but for your own internal you know 
yourself. I'm sure you feel great about that pick. And uh, I would argue that Blade is a popular pick. Everyone, people will hear Blade and go, oh, yeah, that shit was really good. I forgot about that film. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mm-hmm. mean, mm-hmm. I'm just I'm just saying uh, I have a lot of good movies uh, that people go, oh, yeah, that one was good. Oh, that was great. That one was great. And uh, there is that debate between Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse and Spider-Man No Way Home, which one is the best. Um, but I mean, I'm sure there's plenty of people who will take the, who will side with me. So I'm, I'm happy to, um, see how, how the people react to this and, uh, it's going to be a lot of fun, uh, interacting with all of you. And I look forward to hearing about it in our mentions. You can, uh, uh, hit, oh, look at me transition until I stumbled up on it. <laughs> God damn it. Um, <laughs> so if you want to reach out to us. Um, uh, we are at SVT Sports Pod on Instagram and Twitter. If you have questions or comments, uh, you can send us an email at svtsportspod at gmail.com and slide into our DMs. We look forward to interacting with you all and tell me how awesome my draft was and how much they suck. <laughs> John Fisher, sell the team. Sell it. 